0: and welcome to getting to good enough a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love i'm shannon wilkinson a life coach in portland oregon i'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough and i'm janine adams a certified professional
1: organizer in st louis missouri and i'm not i'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good
0: enough i've never said that before <laughs> But today, we're talking about travel!
1: Hey Shannon, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? I'm good too, it's nice to talk to you. It feels, we skipped a week of
0: recording because of travel, and it feels like it's been forever. I know, it's so true, it really does. I, I've gotten used to our weekly conversations.
1: Yes, yep. I have to warn you, um, it's 4th of July. It's it's almost the 4th of July as we're recording this. And in my neighborhood, the fireworks start early. <laughs> so <laughs> there could be random firecracker sounds that you hear in the background. Just know it's not gunfire, probably.
0: Um, it's just probably. To, be, to be ignored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, hopefully that won't happen. Right. I mean, it's you know. Just didn't it's want a, you to be alarmed if you okay. <laughs> like, especially if the, you were silent on the other end. Of the... <laughs> right. Yikes. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so travel. You just got back from a trip. Yes, I
1: got back on Friday, which was today's Monday, so just a couple days ago from a five day trip that I've been keep talking about on the podcast, which is my was my genealogy research trip. And it was great. It was it was great. Although it was nice to be home. It's nice to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so I'm curious, did you use did you consciously use any of the things we've been talking about? in terms of travel. I know you used it in terms of planning your genealogy research and stuff, because we talked about that, but.
1: You mean, <clears throat> are you saying, uh, on uh, during the actual trip, was I embracing good enough and thinking about letting it be easy and um, that there's no one right way to do it, that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, um, oh, I'd say so, yeah. I mean, I built in quite a little bit of flexibility into the trip purposely, mindfully, and I used it right away. (laughs) So so it was... uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was tried really hard to not get wrapped up in making sure that I squeezed something out of every single moment because I knew that I would burn out if I did. Mm -hmm. And um, so I... And I, I didn't burn out, but I, the thing I didn't take into account on a five-day genealogy research trip that includes about 10 hours of driving time round trip oh, right. is um, that that's a lot of genealogy research. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> doing nothing but genealogy <laughs> research for like eight hours a day for five days is, it does it did make my brain very tired.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, I bet. Um, that is a I, lot. It's funny. I.
1: Yeah, I kind of hadn't taken that into account because I was so anxious to do it. But um, uh, but no, it was it was great, and I um, I needed to shift gears occasionally. Like I had a plan, like I had a schedule, what I was going to do each day, where I was going to go each day, and I um, shifted it up from like, as I said, like from the first day. <laughs> but that worked out just fine. And it, it, the things that I had planned were more, really it treated them more like placeholders. Like these are the things I wanted to make sure I did. For example, I, um, one of the things I needed to do was go to the uh, Kentucky Department of Vital Statistics to get a birth certificate. And um, I had planned to do that on Tuesday afternoon and they closed at 3.30 and that was gonna mean I had to leave where I was at noon. And I'm liking where I was at noon. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh. I don't really have to leave. I can, right. I can go to the Department of Bottle Statistics a different day. And yeah. so that's what I did. And that was great. Um, it, so I had a, a full time, fuller fuller time at the, um, at the Owensboro Public Library. I mean, the Davis County Public Library in Owensboro. Oh, that's great. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, good. It was nice also to just be the captain of my own ship, right? I didn't have to... Nobody was counting on me to do, to be anywhere specific at any specific time, except, right. I guess, the bed and breakfast person. But, in fact, I got back to the bed and breakfast at 7 p.m. after dinner, and she's like, I was about to send a search party out for you. Jeez. <laughs> <What's>
0: <laughs> Is it one down? of those towns that closes down, like, early? I would imagine so. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a very small... It was a very small town. <laughs> and and the place I had dinner was literally across the street from the bed and breakfast. So I wasn't... I did get lost a few times, um, uh-huh. but I wasn't worried. It's like I was talking to Barry. Oh, I took a wrong... I took a wrong turn. I knew I'd done it. And then I... It, I, I because I was in rural Kentucky... It was like five miles to get back, Oh, know, there was no where to turn again. Right. Um, it
0: wasn't but, like you could just go around the block.
1: Exactly. And I, my city mentality, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> and it, it, was right. like, it was like five miles before I could make a turn. But um, it was all good. Didn't, didn't matter at all.
0: Oh, good. Well, yes. and I know um, from traveling with you, just in terms of travel in general, that you use a lot of good enough principles for packing.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to think what you're referring
0: to. To like your clothes, like what you wear. Like my favorite oh. story is is when you went to New York. You had like this really sort of complicated trip where you went to like three different places. and.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had a trip where I went to the NAPO conference, followed by a weekend, five days in New York, followed by a wedding. So just... Very different clothes that had to be worn. Yeah, and, and I and I and I had to have pick it all in a carry-on because I was taking a train. I couldn't check a bag. I, I took a train from Pittsburgh to New York, so I wore the same thing every single day in New York. I love that, and it was black, of course. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, I loved that too, absolutely. And I did. I for this Kentucky trip, I knew that I was going to be inside. On one day, I was in cemeteries, but the rest of the time, I was in libraries and things. Uh-huh. And so I knew even though it was July in Kentucky or June,
0: I would be uh, cold because I would be oh, like Right, because it would be, yeah, it would be air conditioned mm-hmm. and they keep right. it really cold, especially in the, with, if there are, you know, his- historical books and older books that keep it so cold in those rooms. Right, exactly. So I, I just wore my winter
1: clothes <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And I knew I was going to a different place every day, so no one. Well, first of all, no one's going to notice what I'm wearing anyway. But right. um, I only brought a, a few things, and it worked. That worked out great.
0: Yeah, that's a great. That's such a great thing. It's it's so easy to overpack when you're traveling. You know, it's nice to have a couple things in case you spill on something. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. And in my case, when I knew I was
1: going to be sitting on my butt. F- either in a car or in a library or something every single day I, I packed for comfort so yeah. you know I, I was wearing you know leggings and things that uh, right into leggings and tunics my old my friends leggings and tunics but I did yeah. bring um like a lightweight shirt and white pants to change into so that I could go out to dinner and not look like a freak
0: <laughs> in, and also in, in your, your winter hot. leggings <laughs> and <tunics>. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think that's so great. I I my packing has changed so dramatically over the years. I remember, like packing in my like late early 20s and feeling like I had to have like a completely different outfit with different shoes every day and like take lugging a huge suitcase and and then I sort of went to the other end and um traveled for you know four weeks with just a backpack
1: right when you went to New Zealand right yeah or was that Yeah. yeah Yeah, that was amazing. That's so interesting that you've had those extremes. And you're about to take a trip in about a month,
0: right? In yes. how long is that trip? That trip is um, seven nights. Oh, so, and is it a, an Alaskan cruise? Am it's an Alaskan correctly? cruise, yeah. Oh.
1: How do so you travel? How do you dress for
0: that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Because, and we're doing, you know, you could do excursions at each port that you go into. And one of our excursions is going onto a glacier. Oh, so okay. Um, it's going to be you cold. Know, it's going to be cold. Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah. So, but the interesting thing is, you know, you have to get your luggage from you know where however you get there because it leaves out of seattle and so we'll drive up um and so you know we'll have to handle our luggage but then once you go to get on the ship they take your bag and then they put it in your room for you Mm -hmm. and then the night before you disembark um you pack your bag, except for what you need for the next day, which, you know, you need to have like a little carry on and you pack your bag and they come and pick it up and then it's waiting for you when you get off the ship. Nice. Yeah, so, um, and it's not, it's a, it's a, (laughs) it's oddly, it's a cruise that includes a continuing medical education conference on it, uh-huh. which is why we're going on it. So Yeah. So Mike can get his continuing medical education. Mm-hmm. And um uh so it's like and it's a dress it's like a fancier cruise than some, you know, like maybe a carnival cruise might be. So I don't know like they have there's a dress code. Oh wow. Yeah, (laughs) that gives me pause. Yeah, I didn't really realize all of that until I was digging into it in the last week. But so it'll take a little bit of, um, it'll take a little bit of thought for me to pack for this trip in a reasonable way.
1: Yeah, and not overpack
0: because I would imagine with it, yeah, that
1: that there would be a little fear, fear fear-based packing going on. (laughs) Yeah, weren't, weren't quite interpreting the dress code. Appropriately or whatever, but you'll look fabulous no matter what you take. So, um well, yeah, that's very I will share. <laughs> I will share this with you. Uh, I went to Alaska once did, uh, uh-huh. back in my Garden Writer days. I went to a Garden Writers' Conference, and which was lovely. And we trooped, trooped around to gardens and various. Uh, I went to a glacier and all that stuff, and it was August, and. I remember that when I was packing in St. Louis for this trip in August, I couldn't conceive of being cold, right? Because it was so darn hot where I oh, was. Right. And I'm pretty sure what, the day we went to the glacier, I literally wore everything I packed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not pack enough warm stuff. It's like I, it's yeah. like I forgot how to do that because it was August.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to pack for extremes like this. Um, well, not this extreme, but pretty extreme um, when we went on our honeymoon because we were in Paris for a week where it was burning hot and humid. And then we were in Iceland for a week where it was cold and rainy. Right. Um, that's, that's, yeah, I remember that. That's tough. Yeah. And I think what I ended up doing was... um wearing a lot of sleeve or bringing a couple sleeveless dresses and so in paris i just wore a sleeveless dress and then carried a scarf if you know that i could put over my shoulders if we went in anywhere where i needed that and sandals and then um in iceland i layered a shirt under it a sweater over it and leggings and socks and boots (laughs) (laughs) but it worked really well yeah yeah, and you could, yeah, that's good.
1: <laughs> you could probably employ something similar uh, on your cruise. If I'm going to assume you're going to have different temperatures in the various places you go. So,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, uh, you know, I have no way of knowing. Right. I mean, so, I can look, but who knows what happens? Because I think that's sort of one of the things is that the weather can change.
1: Right. Yeah, this summer in particular, we can't go by historical norms. It doesn't seem like anywhere. Everything, right. Uh, everything's different. Um, well, so my big um, challenge in my re- genealogy research trip was less the, the logistics of um, clothing and stuff like that, because as I say, I was totally on my own. But all, it was about, like, what was I going to research? And what was I going to do there? And um, I will say that Trello was my friend. It was, yeah. I had a couple of different Trello boards set up um, for a couple of different things. And I used it constantly.
0: And, I, and every time I opened it, it was so pleasing. And just well, sort of, you have totally turned me on to Trello again which I have used a couple of times in the past but there were some things that I that just felt kind of clunky to me about it um, which I recently solved and I just shared with you that um, because one of the things I use Safari um, as a browser and there was no way you would have to copy and paste links onto a Trello card Mm-hmm. and I, that just always felt too cumbersome That's way too much work oh, i was good. that really. was a lot of effort <laughs> whoa <laughs> but but i discovered that trello has set up this amazing thing it's a bookmark and and so you put it in your bookmarks and when you're on the web page that you want to save to a trello card you just click the bookmark and it creates a card for you it's completely magic yeah, you said you shared it with me just before we started recording
1: and my mind is blown and I'm so yeah. excited. Especially the fact that it captures an image from the website typically and so you have a pretty card that you make from it.
0: Yes. Yeah. So oh. I I use that to start a Trello board for our Alaska trip and mm-hmm. and it's just so nice to just I'm just sticking everything in there. And now everything we have so far lives there. And um, it's easy to see. There's pictures. So I know what each thing is. I actually took, um, was able to use a picture of the schedule. So I know each day where we're at and how long we're in port. And that's the picture. So I don't even have to open the card to see it. Nice. Yeah. So um, that was life changing for me with using Trello. Oh yeah, that's um, that
1: does make a big difference. And and Trello for pl- things like planning a trip, I think one thing that's so great about it is it's so easy to drop and drag cards. And um, yeah, I was moving the order of my lists. I would have a on one of my boards I had a list for each day, and as I went to the next day, I you know I could just move the the new days list, so it's front and center. Oh right, um, yeah. And attachments, and I w- frequently had a few freq- frequently uh, um, a few documents I consulted frequently. One was uh, the years that each county had different kinds of records available, <coughs> mm-hmm. just the years they were collected, um, and I would I could easily just click on that. within Trello, click on the document, and, and remind myself. Well, what those dates were, and I just—oh, that's really handy. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, it's funny. I was just thinking about it that I did something very similar, um, old school analog way, with post-it notes Mm -hmm. for um, a trip we went to New York last year, um, and then for our honeymoon, and I made a post-it note for each thing that we thought about doing or each thing that we wanted to do and then we sort of sorted them into like what what do we have to do what will we be really sad if we don't go see or go do or have this experience and then what's the other stuff that's sort of extra and then um i'm i i did this all in a note in my just in my bullet journal and then put and then made the days, and then started sorting it out. So it would be like, oh, you know, we want to go to this place and this place. They're close to each other. Let's do that at, on the same day. With with, and you did that with physical post-it notes. Yeah, with physical yeah. post-it notes in my bullet journal, which I had with me all the time. Anyway.
1: Hmm. You know, it's um, funny. I did the same thing with uh, my this trip. The, the uh-huh. day where at the to- at, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do each day. I did the same thing. I pulled out, I made Post-it notes, physical Post-it oh, notes. Oh, did you? i used use the back of a clipboard. I only, it only lasted for about five minutes uh-huh. um, because I got what I needed. <laughs> and then right. I put it into Trello and then I was good. But yeah, there is, I will say, there's sometimes there's no substitute for a Post-it note that you can move around. But Trello is a pretty good substitute for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I, I can see doing the same thing. In fact, I think our, our, um, oldest Elliot is in uh, goes to college in New York and so um, we are thinking about going and visiting him again this fall Mm -hmm. and so I created a Trello board I just made it a travel Trello board and then put things that sort of popped up somewhere in there in different cities so you know if we go to New York oh there's these like three things I heard about that i that would be fun to do in New York. Oh, yeah. so like a, I, an idea you know, catcher, right? Oh, all excellent. for like places to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny. Like the more I use Trello, the more ways I think of using Trello. Mm-hmm. I like, agree. Yeah, I I now have like fifteen Trello boards. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just added a card in my task list on Trello that said declutter Trello boards because I (laughs) have more than that. I have way more than that. And I have lots of different kinds of um, task boards. And, you know, as we've talked about, I like to switch it up. So I got rid of one today that
0: never really took. Oh, well, that's good. It is good to sort of keep on top of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um so other th- I'm thinking of other ways that like perfectionism can get in the way of travel and I think it's very conceivable that you could miss out on doing anything by trying to come up with the perfect thing. Mm. Like for summer travel, like a summer vacation or something like that. Right. If you think, okay, this year I'm taking the trip.
1: Yeah. And you can't figure out what the trip is because nothing's good enough to be the trip.
0: (laughs) Right. And then by the time you figure it out, if you do, everything's booked. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And don't have to go big or go home. (laughs) <laughs> go, go bigger or stay, or stay home. home. <laughs>
0: right. In this case,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I would imagine that would be true. Your it, it, time is a way of slipping away. I, I, yeah, I'm feeling really proud that I actually took this research trip because I've been trying to do it for a few years now. Right? Because yeah, you just I didn't hadn't um, made the commitment, I guess. But uh, right? Yeah, and I think even if you decide on a destination, it'd be pretty easy to get caught up in trying to find the perfect place to stay. And, yes. um, that, that can get very overwhelming. I think Airbnb helps me anyway, uh, because it limits the choices. And, um, I mean, if I choose to, it, sometimes it's, it's more exciting and more fun to stay in an Airbnb than, a. a a hotel that isn't very great. And I right. apparently never want to spend the money for hotels that are great. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was glad to, to stay in an Airbnb on this trip. And once I found it, boom, that was easy. I found an Airbnb that was one block from one of the repositories I was going to. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, uh,
0: that day I never drove. Wow. Yeah. That's great. nice. Yeah. the And, the, you know, I was thinking about for several years now, Mike and I have wanted to do um, just a weekend camping trip, but we haven't done it because we keep. And I know this is like your biggest nightmare. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) We because it's like oh well if we're just going to go camping one weekend this summer we have to go to the best place for camping. You have fallen victim to this this very thing you're talking about. Uh I know, and I wasn't really thinking about it when we when we first brought it up. But then as you were talking, I was thinking about well, it's not even just like you know the having to figure out the the best trip, but just even just going camping where, you know, we just sort of want to get out of town for a while. It, there are a million places around Portland that are easy to get to, great camping, super fun, would be ideal for what we want to do. And we just never figured it out because there were so many choices, it was a bit overwhelming, and, and we didn't yeah. know which was the right one if, we were, if that was the only trip we were going on. Right, I tell you, having too many choices, is also paralyzing. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think that is an episode that we need to put into the queue. Yes, I could talk about that for ages.
1: <laughs> I'm so much happier when I have few choices.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you should. It, it's not camping, but you guys should take a weekend getaway to Walla Walla. Enjoy some wine and good food. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I think that would be it's really a pretty, fun. such a pretty drive. I think from
0: Portland. It is. Yeah, I can recommend an Airbnb if you want. Oh. Well, we'll have to figure that out when, when A, I can travel. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) You sound uh, so
1: able-bodied. I forgot that you (laughs) weren't.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully I see the doctor this week and I get to start doing some weight-bearing. Oh, wow. That's That's good. I'm hoping. I'm mm-hmm. hoping. Um, but, I mean, it's been almost six weeks, so. That's what That's He told me that it would be six weeks on crutches, but he'd try to get me off them sooner. It really has only been five weeks, hasn't it? Uh, it was five weeks. last Friday, so it's, it'll be six Today's weeks Monday. this Friday. It's okay. five and a half weeks. <laughs> okay. To, let me tell you, if you were the one on crutches... I'd you would saying. definitely be rounding up. Okay, you're right. You're
1: right. <laughs> Fair enough. It's just I was thinking, gosh, I was there more recently than 6 weeks ago, wasn't I? Um, got it. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. You, well, well, you were I... here, you were here 4 weeks ago. Oh, and 5. Cuz you ago. came, yeah, 4 and 5 yeah. weeks ago. Right. I did I came the day after your surgery, right? Right. And then you
1: yeah. came back a week after a week later. Yeah, and that it that yeah. does make my perspective skewed. It yeah. does feel shorter than that because it was. Um <laughs> well, fingers crossed that you get you can do weight bearing exercise and, and that you your progress is such that you'll be able to enjoy your cruise to it's yeah host.
0: Well and that that was the whole um reason for the timing and like, you know, as soon as um we sort of decided that we'd given it six months and it wasn't gonna heal on its own to get going right away so that I would hopefully be um, better off in time for the cruise Um, but I don't know if I'll be better off in time for the cruise but I should be walking in
1: time for the cruise (laughs) oh yeah it'd be great if you were at least as good as you were before the surgery
0: yeah by the time of the yeah which I mean I, I was I felt so limited before the surgery Mm-hmm. Now that seems like <laughs> Oh my god, it would be a dream come true to be able to walk for 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: gosh, poor thing. Well that, you know, that
1: make, brings to my mind something that I oh, I try to advocate for for myself and others when it comes to travel, which is building in some solid self-care. I mean, it yes. can be really tempting to try to cram as much as you can into every single day when you're on vacation. But if it doesn't help your health, in your case, if you, if you tire, whatever, if you wreck yourself the first day, you're going to be in trouble the rest of the trip. Right.
0: Well, and the good news about this particular trip is that there's four um, ports. So there's four active days out of eight so the rest of the time, I can just lay around and, you know, elevate my leg and ice yeah. it if I need to. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah,
1: look like, like a normal person. Everyone's going to be lying around and,
0: yeah, uh,
1: yeah, right, relaxing. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. That's that is good, and uh, and and presumably, the days are in, um, alternating. Is that
0: right? Your your um, rest days and your active days? Not necessarily, cuz it depends oh. on how long it takes the ship to get to the next port.
1: Mm-hmm. I see. Well, so. maybe one of our readers will have been I mean, listeners will have been on one of these types of cruises and will have advice for you in terms of.
0: Oh, I packing would love any advice. Yeah. I would love any advice. Um, But I did want to mention something about that building in self care that Uh you just brought up. Um, That's one of the um, rules that I've sort of created for myself and whoever is traveling with me. If it's if the trip is more than is five days or more, um, I have to have at least a half day in the middle, if not a full day, of doing nothing.
1: Oh, that's a great rule.
0: Yeah. So, because I, what I noticed is, especially on like four or five day vacations, it's our trips, you can like you try to pack so much in and it's exhausting. And then by the last day, you're like so exhausted, you can't even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so, Whereas
1: just um, a little break in the middle would make a big difference.
0: Yeah. So you know, just an afternoon. Even if you're just sitting at a coffee shop reading or something, but just you know, where you're kind of resting and and not you're not taxing your body or your brain. Um, you know, taking in a movie or something like that. Just to just to like sort of get out of the the um, place of of trying to see everything or do everything. Mm. That's great advice
1: and it brings to mind something we've talked about before on the podcast which is your um, policy if you will of uh, coming home ending the trip before with a day oh. of, with a day of rest before you have to get back to real life so you come home on yeah. Saturday instead of Sunday if you have to go back to work on Monday for yes example. that's I I this time I came home on Friday which, was great, because Saturday felt like Sunday, uh-huh. <laughs> and then, I, then I had
0: another day. And then you had it, you're like, woo, another Sunday. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I completely kicked back on Saturday. I watched Nashville on Hulu, I knit, I finished up an, a gift I was knitting, and I worked on Postcards to Voters, like, for hours, hours. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then yesterday I, like, got back into the swing of getting ready for my work week and stuff but yeah um yeah that was I was awfully glad I did that and I thought oh, of that's you that's great Oh, I thought me. Shannon would be proud
0: <laughs> I am proud mm-hmm. but I think that's really good <laughs> advice yeah well and you know what when you started to say that I thought you were gonna say think about why you're going on the trip <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> I should have <laughs> yeah but that's also but that's a, a good, good thing mm-hmm. yeah
1: I mean, are you, are you I, I, there to unwind? Are you? In my case, I was there to learn to do genealogy research, so I wasn't. I was okay with the fact that my brain hurt. Yeah, it was, it was part of the point. But that I was relaxed the
0: f- in the evenings, right? And I and um, we talked about this in I think the myth of right when um I think the context we talked about it in was how I sort of organized my a wedding around how I wanted to feel and how I wanted people to feel. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way to organize your travel. Like, how do you wanna feel on your trip? Do you you wanna feel like a local? Do you wanna be a tourist? Do you, you know, how, what kind of experience do you wanna have? Um, And then organize around that. Yeah, thinking about that ahead of time. Yeah,
1: that makes a lot of sense so you can make your plans accordingly without putting too much pressure on yourself, I would think. Yeah. I would think it could get tempting to then limit yourself. Maybe if you decided you wanted to experience it as a local, you might reject a fabulous
0: tourist site just because so you'd re- you know, you'd rather like prowl around like local shops or something like that.
1: Right, but I'm saying leave open your options as yeah. well. Don't let it limit you, but I think that's a great that's a great idea. How funny that! Yeah, that came nowhere near to what I was about to say. But <laughs> it a good one. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. What What else do you have to say about travel? Anything? Uh,
1: let it be easy. That's uh, don't try not to overcomplicate things. I think that uh, that is it's really easy to overcomplicate travel when it doesn't yeah. really need to be complicated like in my case i cut out a couple of destinations on this five-day trip so that i wasn't running around like crazy uh, um that worked out great i had plenty to do
0: in the places i went that makes sense yeah yeah i would wholeheartedly agree to to plan for less than you think you can do f- for a couple of reasons um Uh, One, that you don't sort of overtire yourself, get too, you know, over like too compressed and not able to enjoy it, you know, feel too um, uh, constricted by your plan. Um, But also, so you can take advantage of things that come up because they tend to. Exactly.
1: So that you can be spontaneous. Yeah. And if you, worst case scenario, you end up with not enough things on your plan, then you can just put your feet up for a
0: while. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I know, it does. Well, we want to hear from you. What travel tips do you have? What do you struggle with with travel? Uh, You can leave a comment for us on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can let us know on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're at Getting to Good enough, and on Twitter at gtgenough. Or you can leave us a message on the Getting to Good Enough hotline, which is 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that Good Enough is getting easier for you. Now I'm like even more excited to go plan more on my trip.
1: (laughs) Yay, you're going to have a great
0: time. Yeah.